0: Oh yeah, here we are. Woo, it's good to be back in the hot seat again. Uh it's a hot Ooh, seat. my little butt. A, have, my little took us. Well, I have a heater blowing directly at my ass actually. Oh. A little space heater. <laughs> Gets chilly down here in the basement. <laughs> can be your whipping boy it's think outside the box set the internet's only outrage machine i'm queer coded villain nathan hunt and with me as always is chaotic bisexual cameron dewitt
1: <laughs> i've been outed <laughs> just kidding i out myself every time i speak <laughs> uh, uh
0: so train huh they we're yeah. running a train tonight
1: running, i we were, we're gonna run a train on this one <laughs> This is season 23. I believe this is episode three. We're taking little tastes, little samples Just from bouche. the, uh,
0: and let me tell you our Costco store. That amused. is our artist
1: submissions. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, very, very amusing, very bu- bushy. <laughs> and, uh, someone at some point said we should do train. I don't remember who suggested it. And, uh, yeah, I'm mostly familiar with Hey Soul Sister, the song, which is I think a pretty obnoxious song. Yes. Solid uh, B
0: minus, uh, suggested train, by the way. Um Ah, very thank good. You, solid B minus. Um yeah, I had I had an interesting experience a number of years ago at a at a Goodwill where that song came on the Hey Soul Sister, and I was like, okay, this is kind of a catchy song. This is this is a good song for goodwill. This is like I'm experiencing it and it's like <laughs> proper environment this is exactly what this song is for and sure. and then like the dj announced it as like you mean capital g Goodwill. capital g goodwill but i was filled with goodwill gotcha. for the song because yeah. i was like i okay, okay i get it
1: this is well that's lovely great I,
0: i'm experiencing it as natural habitat um then the dj announced that it was train i was like wait the drops of jupiter band and i had no idea that that single was train and i think it it says a lot about how much train has zero originality and no personality of their own.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever actually heard drops of Jupiter. I've heard of the name invoked really? and I've heard train invoked. Um, but it's always felt like a very slippery musical identity. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is that band again? Um, I once sang by like someone requested that I, that I perform a train song uh, at a wedding. And I like learned a song, uh, from train. I have no idea. (laughs) It was that (laughs) I have no idea what the song was. And these people were very dear to me. And I remember just like trying to memorize the song and just like totally fogging over, (laughs) you know, just (laughs) just, like I was uh, unable to like, uh, hold it in my brain. It just washes over you like white noise. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I feel like there's there's this level of inoffensiveness that this is like the anti trout mask replica. Yes. this is like That's the anti magic band. Point. Yeah, it's it's the most accessible thing that I've ever heard, but it's so unoffensive that I I just can't listen to it. Um, it can be playing Mm -hmm. and I can be hearing it, but I, I'm unable to listen to it. Yes, that's right. Uh, (laughs) and I think that's interesting. And I think that's weirdly like smart (laughs) to have music that can do that. Like, um, like you probably make a lot of money making music like that. And I'm sure train has, I'm
0: sure they made a lot of money. They haven't had big singles. Like Hey, Soul Sister is their biggest single still
1: 2010
0: or something. 2009 it's been 13 years and they haven't come up with another banger since then. And, uh, before that was drops of Jupiter. I don't think they had really had anything else. Um, singles other than that. Um, yeah, they're, they, yeah, they remind me a lot of like, there's a lot of bands like this around that time, like matchbox 20, like they have a real matchbox 20 vibe. Um, (laughs) savage garden was like that. I think that was kind of a one hit wonder though. Um, is kind of like one of my favorite
1: mm-hmm. one of my favorite comedians has this bit about um the guy from matchbox 20 i forget what his rob name thomas. is he's the one who did he's yeah, so rob smooth thomas. um yeah the story is about that he uh th- this comedian said that they went to a rob thomas concert and at the concert rob thomas says that uh <laughs> he that, that santana calls him every night <laughs> and that they talk every night <laughs> and he just goes on this like amazing like uh rant about like you gotta scale that back and also he uh they they say at one point um it was like the lie of a child <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really is
1: which i think is such a, a, a useful I, idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so that's from Cl- Chris Fleming. Maybe I'll find that TikTok.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Um, um, yeah,
0: I was wrong. By the way, I said that they hadn't had any other hits. Uh, they had a hit in '98 with "Meet Virginia." Um, that still has over a hundred million plays on Spotify. Oh, I guess they had a song called "Calling All Angels," which is like kind of a minor hit. I remember hearing that on um, the radio at some point yeah it's it's God, it's funny because it sounds so boring yeah i always thought that drops of jupiter the song was like a massive hit um but i think it was it just happened to be played a lot during the one or two years of my life that i listened to the radio at all and radio stations sure. just play everything 800 million times each every hour yep um so yeah it doesn't really surprise me that you um didn't really know the song um holy crap no. there are not this is 2001 yeah 2001. there are not only seven people in this band but it's a pretty diverse group there are two at least two women in it and
1: i think it is now yeah
0: yeah probably not at like drops jupiter times
1: i'm looking at the image of the she's on fire dvd oh <laughs> um and uh it is a five person band and i mean it might just be a washed out photo like i can't see a lot of detail of phenotypes but it's definitely pale yes (laughs) in the and and they look like they're all uh man type people man types of some kind
0: yeah um yeah yeah so
1: i'm pionging that
0: um so you just like I, i guess we're we're getting into the section where we usually talk about like our different perceptions of the artist and like what had sort of made it to us by cultural osmosis it sounds like you didn't really have much of an idea except that they're kind of this just blank space
1: i i had a, a really vague idea that they fit that they were sort of like the last gasp of a certain kind of 90s soft rock I believe is what people called it I at the time did. adult contemporary yeah. um term we've used them. on this show
0: Lifehouse, uh, Savage garden there was tons Lifehouse. of those sure. at the end of the 90s early aughts I mean arguably the Wallflowers um, and Toad the wet sprocket collective soul even to a certain degree on some of their albums
1: I I've heard a lot of these <laughs> names <laughs> um yeah like even like third eye blind mm, mm-hmm
0: I feel like from time to time kind yeah. of
1: reminds me like they have kind of similar content in their songs. Like sometimes they'll get like a little bit philosophical. They'll just like talk about death yeah. as a concept um, or something. Or um, Jupiter. And then they'll like just have a, it is. a lot of songs.
0: It's just gooshing wet down there in Jupiter. <laughs> Sploosh. Oh my God. <laughs> my Jupiter is so wet right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> oh boy! um They just have like a lot of songs about like manic pixie dream girls, yes. or like isn't this isn't this woman interesting? Mm-hmm. And like I'm so interested in her, <laughs> and if only I could explain why she's so interesting. And this 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 style of I haven't heard that song, but I wouldn't be surprised if I it kind of
0: all that it is <laughs> literally
1: all it is that's a lot of this album is just i i get really irritated like um i'm gonna say something about straight culture and i'm not talking about heterosexuality that is different uh i'm talking about straight yes. culture which is uh uh artistic men and the way that they like to pedestal their appreciation for certain women. Um, we talked about this a lot yeah, with John Mayer the just like touch point is John Mayer it's,
0: for it, this band, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not that they like really like these women. It's that they want to they like how they like these women. Yes. And that is like kind of how they're engaging with their they're musing on their own musings. Mm-hmm. It's like re- this recursive loop and it's it's kind of um it feels narcissistic. It
0: also feels uh,
1: in a cat in in a, a lower case right. kind of way.
0: Wait, you mean like not referring to narcissism? I'm not trying to diagnose anyone. I know that it's a character from Greek mythology. Is that why it's lowercase? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I I guess I, I get like I don't know if it's any longer okay to talk about narcissism I in see. a non clinical mm-hmm. way. I don't know. I don't want to be ableist. Right. Um, my impression is that it's okay to to say that in a like. Yeah, they're a narcissist right. you know um yeah. um it's like a, this is like narcissistic behavior um yeah so that kind of song about women where it's just like sounds pretty sounds pretty interesting sounds like they're they're very interesting it sounds like the way that you feel about them is very interesting like you, you really it's love not. yourself a
0: lot <laughs> and you're mostly interested <laughs> yeah. in the way that, that that can relate to the other person but Mostly focused on you. Um, it also sometimes has this like kind of creepy feeling that this is their way of casting themselves as like a sensitive dude while they are yeah. trying to like play the field or, uh, it's like a honeypot. pot. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is basically a honey pot. Yeah. It's like, look, I'm so sensitive and artistic. Um, uh, let's have sex and then I'll never call you again or I'll like emotionally yeah. abuse you or whatever. Um, there's there's definitely like um a couple lines on this album that like really made me think of that um that we'll get to hopefully um what else was i gonna say oh um yeah and also like i think like that's that's what it i feel like what it does for the songwriter and i feel like for the audience it kind of um uh like is kind of like a wish fulfillment like romance fantasy um it's like oh I wish some guy would like think about me this way. You know, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, which you can do better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um
0: yeah, so let's see. Um yeah, I I remember hearing their song Meet Virginia on the radio a little bit and then their uh, Veggie,
1: veggie Virginia,
0: Virginia.
1: Uh Grain Virginia.
0: Uh all the all the food groups of Virginias. Um and uh then I remember them coming out with Drops of Jupiter and I don't remember like where this idea came from. But my perception of the band was like, oh they've like fucking sold out. <laughs> or like they're like heading in the wrong direction. They're they're um going for like, you know, lightweight music or whatever. Um I have right. no I I mean I kinda wanna let's just Listen to a little snippet of Meet Virginia. Um. She doesn't know dress.
1: Her hair is always a mess. If you catch a steal stealing, she won't Why are you confess. That? She's beautiful. Smokes a pack a day. You can wait, that's me. Oh, but anyway, gross. I
0: hate she this. She don't care
1: <laughs> a thing about that. Hey, she thinks I'm beautiful. We'll meet Virginia.
0: gets to the, the chorus gets all soaring in front of
1: She never comes to, to it. be it's the very cool works Well she wants to be the queen
0: and she thinks about thou per se. Um what a bad song <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's catchy they're good at making nothing songs yeah. very catchy like drops of Jupiter is good at getting stuck in your head it's an earworm um, hey soul sister absolutely earwormy yes well
1: should we talk about this album yeah uh,
0: do you want to start with she's on fire or is it even worth talking about <laughs>
1: uh there's kind of an interesting chord progression in the okay. bridge maybe we could listen yeah. to that
0: i that seen her and seen her is truly fine. She's on fire. She's on fire. I swear, every song on this album sounds like a, someone who's not trained, um, and a lot of them straight up sound like country songs um this is basically a country album in disguise
1: yeah that's a good point there's even some aspects of the singing that feel
0: country yep there's some literal like country songs with country instrumentation later on in the album
1: right Um, there's like a mandolin at one mm -hmm. point
0: i think this song actually has a mandolin or maybe it's the, the second one yeah um she so she's on fire and instead of calling the fire department help <laughs> he says let's get high and then he talks about her
1: yeah I think the the, the most metaphorical work that happens in this song is in verse 3 yeah. and if I could be inside her light I would steal enough to make my way into the night um I think that there's like kind of an actual idea there that's like, wow, this person is like very interesting, and uh, I feel inspired, or maybe I even feel a little bit small mm-hmm. um, in comparison to them. And I think that there's a potential to make a song about that sort of feeling of the like, do I want to be with you or do I want to be right. you? Um, that classic bi panic feeling, uh, and. But that's, but that's the the closest that this song gets to any actual um, metaphor making and, act, and, and actual talk, you know, him talking about how he feels and not yeah. just what he wants. Uh-huh. Or just describing her. And, yeah. Just describing, you know, how on fire she is. She's on fire. She is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Um, and then they break up. Yep. So, or uh, maybe they never got together. She's on to me, and now I'm over me. She's over me, and now I'm over
0: her. Okay, well, cool. There, uh, there we go. G- good story, g- great story, Mark. Um, this was apparently <laughs> on the soundtrack of Rugrats Go Wild, music from the motion picture. Is was the Why? movie called Rugrats Go Wild?
1: <laughs> I believe that was the third Rugrats movie, and there was a movie. The there was did a they crossover. Name it that? Well, it's because it's... A, I think it was a crossover with the Wild Thornberries. Oh, still, though. Which is a show that didn't you know, quite like, uh, stand the test of time. You're right. It is.
0: It is a crossover.
1: Which doesn't make any sense. It's completely different animation styles.
0: Yep. Um, it's like two different species of humans. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, my God. What a, what a weird thing. Also, just like, you, you can come up with a different name. Like, you don't have to... <laughs> say that a bunch of babies are going wild. <laughs> babies gone wild. Like, no thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, at least they didn't say gone wild.
0: Yeah. I guess it's slightly better than that,
1: yeah. <clears throat> well, episode title. <laughs> babies gone wild. <laughs> I'll, we'll go there. Hell yeah. Um, I wish you would. Do uh, you want to play that bridge? Oh, yeah, that's right. Take yeah, it to the bridge. Go ahead and keep going then.
0: That yeah. feels very collective that, th- soul to me.
1: That, I think that's the most musically kind of interesting thing that happens in terms of songwriting. I don't. I think the lyrics in that part are kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they're, they're kind of having like a, a five chord and then a four chord and then a five chord and, a, five chord and a four chord. Mm-hmm. And then they transpose it up to a flat seven chord and a flat six chord mm. and go back and forth and do the same thing but transposed. Mm-hmm. And then they the way that that is set up, it resolves back into the five chord. And by this time we haven't heard a one chord in quite a while. Mm -hmm. And so we feel like, are we going to a new key? But then the five chord goes to a four chord and then it goes to a one chord with the, um, the third of the chord in the bass, Mm -hmm. And so it's like this incomplete resolution. I think it's, I think it's kind of interesting. It's, this idea that um god i wish i could credit this person maybe i can find it uh the idea that like um notes are chords or, or melodies are chords and chords are melodies
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think we've talked about this a little bit in the show I think before. At times,
0: said that that's I think
1: well yeah Robert's but he's quoting, no, <laughs> he's I think quoting was someone else <laughs> <laughs> melodies are chords and chords are melodies let's see if anything comes up um no one is saying anything about it. I mean, there's a lot of essays about it, but there's no quote. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's this idea that like chords are just uh, multiple notes and like multiple melodies and that chord chordal motion is the act of um, like writing different parallel or interest or interweaving melodies. Mm -hmm. And I think that, is a great example of it. They're, they're not just thinking about chords to go to. They're gesturing at chords. They're gesturing at a line. There's an actual line there. They're just going do, 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 or, uh, day, no, 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 Like there, there's this actual line there that makes sense and holds tension in it, as opposed to just playing a bunch of, um, uh, just thinking about the letter, of the chord on the lead sheet. So I appreciated that. And that's probably one of the only positive things I'm going to say about Hmm. this whole album. Mm -hmm.
0: That, um, that felt very, uh, I think soul asylum to me. I, and it's, it's really making me think about how much shitty, uh, white people, nineties music I listened to. Like I had, I think three different, uh, Soul Asylum albums and like two or three different collective soul albums. And I think like four Goo Goo Dolls albums. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I feel like this is, this is quickly becoming very confessional. (laughs) (laughs) I had two Third Eye Blind albums, obviously. I think we've talked about them on this show. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. We cut, we listened to their album Blue, which is one of the, this is the first CD I bought along with, now that's what I call music. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah okay um yeah i think it's really funny (laughs) that you listen to so much of this kind of music (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, i think it has something to do with you wanting maybe kind of from an early age to like my perception is that you're like oh i need to like figure out what this is all about and like figure out where my identity lies in all of this and i feel like it took me a little bit longer to do that mm-hmm. and like i don't have well i don't know i listened to a lot of dave matthews band that's true you did and Red out chili peppers yeah but i didn't but i had like two bands that i listened to i didn't listen i
0: didn't like how,
1: I don't recognize most of these names of bands that you're telling me. Like I Soul could be making them Asylum, up you know.
0: Yeah. Soul <laughs> Asylum? That's not a real band. I thought that's what you said. Goo goo dolls? No, they couldn't possibly be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that just sound made up.
0: Every band name's made up, Cameron. Did I just blow your oh. mind? <laughs> okay.
1: Let's listen to I Wish You Would.
0: I wish we could. There's that mandolin. I'm Strumming on it. My, my night, Thank God they're not doing it. they sub-REM, What a sub old know. mandolin playing. <laughs> does REM play mandolin famously on um fuck it's it is it losing my religion i think it wait fuck it's it's one mm, very famous song and i think it's losing my religion but now i'm um second guessing myself (laughs) and a couple i think a couple other songs um yeah it's losing my religion okay i'm not crazy not for that reason anyway
1: been a lot of uh mandolin playing on get up in the cool lately Mm -hmm. people should go listen to that mandolin playing Mm -hmm. joe Mm pomianic plays some mandolin and caleb Clotter is coming up Mm -hmm. um that's a big Wilms. yeah Yeah. a lot of mandolin in that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so uh and and i'll say that most or maybe even all of the mandolin that's happened on the show recently is better than the mandolin we just heard mandolin that's fine but it's very clearly just sort of like it's like the it's just a a splash of color
0: yeah he's just strumming one chord and i mean i guess that's fine and like adds texture and whatnot but yeah it's not very impressive i don't know
1: i want to hear a bluegrass chop yeah get chris get three chris theely on in in here that would make this a better song make a big make a big fool out of himself yeah we had
0: chris Thiele (laughs) acting a fool yipping around yep um so this is uh this is a song about a girl for a change um whoa this one is is written in the second person though so um sleepless nights and i do prefer days. that yeah, mm, i think <laughs> i think that is better i think you're right i think it's less I, feeling like i'm i'm listening to the guy to the ladies girl
1: zoo. <laughs> i i really don't like the like 90s like Vaguely alt, just like I'm going to sing about a girl when it and she's not here to speak for this herself. It's story that, that of a girl. Me. Remember that song? That I just sang that. Oh, really? Wait, just now? Yeah, I think Discord. Yeah, I did. Fuck. The lag. I think Discord is fucking with us.
0: Damn it! My bad. But yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, um. I I took something here. This is Bingo Bongo. To, which is, a Lars reference.
0: Let's check it out. It's
1: a little deep in the mix, but yeah. I think that was bongos.
0: Um, speaking of story of a girl, that you know what that reminds me of? I think we've talked about uh-huh. it on the show, but have not talked about it for a while. Apologetics with an X
1: oh my god this is a story of a squirrel
0: (laughs) i think it's about noah's ark or something because there's the bit about i think so drown the whole world um it's that charming story where god decided uh it was fun to commit genocide on literally everyone every genus of people um (laughs) and uh one of the ways one of the primary ways i listen to the song well I guess I'll we'll get into it with the song Drops of Jupiter, but one of the, i pri- teaser. One of the primary ways I listened to that song was apologetics, uh, Drops of Lucifer.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know if
0: I've ever heard that. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. It's really funny. Holy okay. Shit. So teaser for the next song. Um, let's get back to the song. Song two. I wish you would, uh, sleepless nights and endless days. and all I do is promise to change my ways. There's a lot of fake, penance in this album of like <laughs> i've been so bad
1: but hey, i'm to change yeah mm-hmm. um and it, it's, Mo- it's more interested in having someone come back to you right uh than actually changing yes but what do i have to do as opposed to like
0: wow i need to change from shit <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me yes <laughs> um so this is i guess a post breakup song. It's been too long without you it's been too long come home today to stay very childish lyrics um there's not there's not much going on in this song that's basically all there is It's just like uh come back, I want you to stay. I wish you would stay uh tonight I make a wish that you stay it's been i miss it's been too long without you um that's i mean there's not not really anything else to this song
1: yeah um I took a sound sample here that says the gen X doo 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 was the millennial whoop in the early aughts.
0: Ah,
1: or maybe I meant of the early aughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ah.
0: Counting crows. Remembered another band that had this very similar sound, uh,
1: Probably yeah. even closer
0: to this band because they had sort of had a country folkish vibe, also. Um, right. But that, mostly
1: a rock band with a twinge of yeah country. That
0: do do made me think of Counting Crows for some reason. I don't
1: know why. I, it mostly made me think of the. Do-do-do. do 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 Oh, Third Eye Blind. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know that song extremely well, and I can tear it up at karaoke <laughs> because those lyrics are still burning to my brain. <laughs> Uh,
1: I, I do think that that was like the equivalent of the millennial whoop. Yeah. The doo do doo Yeah. I think there's a lot more of those. Yeah. If I really thought about it, yeah, I could probably sure. think of a lot more examples. Yeah. It's such a funny, uh, syllable.
0: Do. It makes it's me think poop. of do doo. Yeah. Yes.
1: Doo do 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 do.
0: Do the doo doo do. <laughs> That's how you criticize Mountain Dew's uh, advertising campaign. Ah, that's just a bunch of do the do do do.
1: (laughs) Should we get our Jupiters wet?
0: Let's wet those Jupiters.
1: Since the return of a stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June.
0: So this apparently has an alternate title. It's Drops of Jupiter, parentheses, tell me, which I had never heard before and nobody has ever referred to it by that title. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This isn't a, uh, you know, good riddance time of your life, right. you know, kind of situation.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, this is apparently about his mom, the lead singer's mom. Uh, yeah i guess
1: that's slightly better to sing about someone in third person if they're your mom and and if they're dead
0: yes (laughs) um (laughs) although it is wait no this isn't second person well it switches oh
1: yeah you're right
0: it's well yeah, yeah yeah in in the chorus it's the second person direct address to the mom and then the verse it's she um here's what he said the lead singer's name is pat monahan he said my mother died of cancer because she smoked cigarettes. Her downfall was Coca-Cola and Winston's. Okay. Uh, I went to bed, and after just a few minutes, I woke up and had the lyrics or words at the time, back in the atmosphere. Obviously, the okay. loss of the most important person in my life was heavy on my mind, and the thought of, hey, what if no one ever really leaves? What if you're here but different? And the idea was she's back here in the atmosphere. Um, it was an obvious connection between me and my mother because Drops of Jupiter was as much about me being on a voyage trying to find out who I am through all of this. The best thing we can do by loss of love is find ourselves. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. So what, what are Drops of Jupiter then? Um. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with Drops of Jupiter in her hair, she acts like summer and walks like rain, reminds me that there's a time to change. Hey... Yeah, I don't,
1: it's all like gas there, right? Yeah.
0: I don't think there's a lot of drops.
1: Kind of like gassy hair.
0: Maybe his mom was gassy. It's a real gassy lady. Yeah.
1: Well, there you go. Um. um oh shit! Hmm. What?
0: The genius has an annotation on that that says the planet Jupiter's rain is composed of diamonds. Is that real? That Interesting. The of BBC story. Where, that says diamonds big enough to be worn by Hollywood film stars could be raining down on Saturn and Jupiter, U.S. scientists have calculated.
1: Huh? Okay. OK. OK..
0: Well, they're not really diamonds, though. They're like lightning storms turn methane into soot, which as it falls, hardens into chunks of graphite and then diamond. I guess. I guess so. These, these diamond hailstones eventually melt into a liquid sea in the planet's hot cores. planet has got a oh, hot there core. you go all right. So <laughs> I guess she's got diamonds in her hair. So yeah. the answer that. And yeah. well, but not on
1: the soles of her shoes,
0: not on the soles of her shoes. No. Uh, she doesn't have any way to lose those walking blues. Um, did scientists know that in, in 2001 though, is <laughs> <That's> the question <laughs> the BBC story is from 2013. Um, yeah. Maybe he's just ahead of the science. Maybe he's a visionary like Galileo. Yeah. Or <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's like a prophet.
0: Maybe he's like um, the lead singer of The Offspring, another touchpoint shitty 90s band uh, who has like a PhD in chemistry, I think.
1: Magic is just science we can't explain yet. It is all science.
0: Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded and that heaven is overrated? And tell me did you fall from a shooting star one without a permanent scar and did you miss me while you were looking for yourself out there so the stars have scars oh sorry the shooting stars have scars um but this one doesn't they typically do yeah what one without
1: a permanent scar yeah i don't appreciate
0: it almost feels like why,
1: why do the stars have scars and why would it matter to call them permanent or not
0: yeah i mean yeah I mean, there are, I guess, such things as temporary scars, although I think they're often called, like, blemishes or, you know, something different. Um, Yeah, uh, it's almost as if he just threw that line in there to uh, take up space and to rhyme with uh, Star. Nah, couldn't be. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Um, There's there's some kind of endearing fantasy going on here, though, that I, I kind of appreciate. Now that she's back from that soul vacation, tracing her way through the constellation. Hey, mm. she checks out Mozart while she does Taibo. Reminds me that there's room to grow. Hey, yeah. Um, At first I was like kind of
1: annoyed by the like Taibo reference. And then it occurred to me that like, there's a specific type of way that um, our parents that, that not our parents, but like, that one's parents grow, mm-hmm. and when they try new things, they try a certain type of new thing that you know maybe we wouldn't, mm-hmm. and uh, it feels very like of the time. Just like she's like, I I think I should get into classical music, maybe Mozart. Yeah. Also, Taibo seems uh, like there's something going on there. I mean, <laughs> it's like yeah, no, we-
0: they're like <laughs> classic like self improvement like touchstones. Like, I'm going to be listening to smart music and doing a spiritual, um, physical practice. You know, Um, it's not that different from like someone saying, I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to listen to, I don't know, uh, I guess (laughs) yoga. (laughs) Yoga. (laughs) Ravi Shankar. (laughs) Sachidit Ray.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's um, taking, like, I guess at the time, like, that was like the, wasn't that the beginning of, like, you know, baby einstein or like baby mozart or something like just the idea that like classic it was such a like white supremacist idea the idea that like um classical music what like would rewire your baby's brain because it was so powerful and um like more so than like other musics and uh you should like play it for them while they're like asleep and constantly and have Mm -hmm. your you just jam your earbuds in your babies and make them listen to mozart and it's like mozart just like i don't know just like fart jokes yeah i mean he's a, obviously a genius you know but it's like he's a very silly man yeah. like he literally has a, a, he's song a little stinker
0: titled lick my a- asshole <laughs> um, uh
1: the ultimate the, the original gen z yeah exactly <laughs>
0: eat my shitter like an apple fritter by mozart (laughs) um so speaking of baby einstein and baby mozart are you did we crack the code is his mom a baby like a star child (laughs) he's got a baby mama (laughs) (laughs) it's the only thing that would make sense here um
1: uh do you i i took a sound sample of the whole bridge um <laughs> i'm curious this is there's some specificity here yes,
0: i absolutely want to talk about this and something related to it so here's the bridge can you imagine no love fatty fried, fried chicken the best friend always sticking up with you Some of these references feel a little dated. (laughs) The best soy latte that you ever had. No one drinks
1: soy lattes anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um Um, Freeze dried romance.
0: Yeah. No first dance freeze-dried romance, five hour phone conversation. The best soy latte you ever had and me. Can you imagine that?
1: Yeah. I guess we're supposed to like take that no and apply it to all of those All the rest of the things like you you know you may be like traveling through the stars and you may be made of star stuff carl sagan style but what about all of this earthly stuff that you're missing out
0: on he also mentions which is pride which i do not know what the fuck he thinks he means by that um i don't think he means like queer pride um
1: (laughs) no i don't think so that you know that is a word that exists outside of us queers as like (laughs) one of the seven deadly sins though
0: (laughs) like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean and i mean typically it's like attached to something like southern pride or you know it's not just saying pride can you imagine it i not having pride i
1: agree that there's no meaning here (laughs) um and especially because he you know he starts with these two very lofty big ideas love and pride and then gets super specific deep fried chicken Deep fried
0: chicken (laughs) he kind of sneezes out the word chicken (laughs) um (laughs) bless you to that to that extent um i think it's time for a little bit of drops of lucifer
1: You. Even
0: when Sorry? Wrong, match for that uh, uh, <laughs> by I do imagine you like to deep fry what? Christians, is the line, I believe. The song is called Drops of Lucifer, what? remember? It's talking about Satan. He's a bad guy. Oh. And he loves to deep fry Christians.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um, and it's about uh Satan being cast out of heaven, I think. Uh Oh, because it's drop of ju- <laughs> Lucifer, not drops, plural. And it begins with, okay. now that he's back in the atmosphere, the drop of Lucifer is severe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So uh... tell me, are you sad you crossed the sun? <laughs> Did you fake it so the millions may believe your light's not faded and that heaven is overrated? <laughs> they threw in the original line, heaven's overrated. Whoa. Um, yeah, so... This, I mean, it's actually a more coherent song, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, they they really loved a lot of that like '90s music, and they would continue to parody it until, I mean, today They're still doing it. Uh, uh, I think maybe. Let's see what has Apologetics been up
0: to. They have a they have an album called Braggadocious uh, that came out in 2020. Oh my god! Oh, are these? There's one called "Don't Fear the People," which I believe has to be Mike the Reaper. Blue Oyster Cult parody, right? Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, here's you fleshly. Here's thing. what I want to. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
0: this band is hilarious, Jesus. and it has nothing to do with their intentions of making jokes or being funny. <laughs> um. Oh my. Famously, God. this band looked at the landscape of Christian music and decided it wasn't a. Gross and cheesy enough parody of pop music. They needed to make it even more direct and silly. Um I also love how they literally just like love to say Bible verses in the in the uh lyrics. Did you make it through the gilded page to see your final fate in chapter 20 in Revelation? Uh one day now the serpent gets squashed in Romans 16, verse 20, looky for yourself. And did you finally get the chance to check Ezekiel 28? uh oh my god uh, i read your history while i was looking 1412 isaiah (laughs) is the how they end one of the choruses it's so good oh my god anyway
1: um i'm trying to look to see if they have like uh a a take on covid
0: oh boy i can't wait
1: i can't seem to find (laughs) one so i one of their one of their
0: members died of covid holy shit yeah so they must believe it's real and want vaccinations and masks and stuff right it's gotta be <laughs>
1: well maybe i don't know <laughs> it's possible uh they yeah uh i think i i finally told my dad to stop playing him while i was in the car um when i was like a teenager and i heard uh they had this it was some kanye song and they like did a, a kanye song and but it was about how there's Oh, it was called Bone Diggers, and it was for Gold Digger, but it's about how ev- evolution is is <laughs> real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all know that Satan created those bones and put them in the ground to trick scientists. Scientists yeah. are gullible. So that he can deep fry He's gonna us. He's going to deep fry us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God.
1: Um, all right, well any more religious trauma that we want <laughs> <Chick> to <tracks. laughs> back into this episode <laughs>
0: uh, yeah anything else to say about Drops of Jupiter it won a Grammy for best rock song <clears throat> this is a rock, rock roll. song this is what rock and roll sounds like
1: um, I don't have much to say about the rest of this album honestly um, I don't know maybe we could talk about Hopeless
0: yeah. let's talk about Hopeless
1: Secret call you mean I think that's a very pretty melody. It's a very like kind of conventional, like soft rock ballad, yeah. you know, but like anybody waiting at home and then the, anybody waiting at home. That little mm-hmm. harmony, I think is really nice. It's just like an actual like pleasing yeah. moment mm-hmm. of music making. Um, I Again, I don't know about any of these lyrics. Yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy um. about them.
0: I hopelessly, helplessly wonder why everything has changed around me. I'd tell it to your face, but you lost your face along the way. And I'd say it on the phone if I thought you were alone. Why do things have to change? Um, we broke up, and I still feel very possessive of you. <laughs> and you're not allowed sure. to um, be around other people. <laughs> you don't need my pictures on your wall. You say you need no one. And you don't need my secret midnight call. I guess you need no one. Um, so he's he's doing this great um totally non-abusive uh totally non-gaslighty <sighs> thing where uh the fact that she doesn't want to handle presumably it's a she, she doesn't want to handle his uh codependency. He's like, Well I guess you need no one then, huh? Uh <laughs> feels yeah. really snotty and childish.
1: Uh this reminds me of um this uh a much better breakup song. Uh it reminds me of it because it's nothing mm-hmm. like it. Uh, it's a song called Watch Me Learn, and it's from uh, a band of my friends. And they just released their album. They're called Dallas mm. Ugly. And this song, uh, Watch Me Learn, is one of the, like, most emotionally intelligent breakup songs. It's not a straight up and down breakup song. Um, but it really gets at that feeling of, like, I think I need to, like, move mm. on. But it's really hard to because, like... Um, Even though i need to move on from you i don't want to let go of the the things that you bring Mm -hmm. me in our in our relationship and like the the things i have access to because of my relationship with you but not in a way that's like in a way that's very Mm -hmm. self-aware and it's just like sort of processing that that thing like even though there's so much that i like here i still need to like leave and um i love
0: it in the chorus when they sing it's just like now watch me learn now watch me nay nay <laughs> it, it, that moment gets me every time
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they do the stanky leg. <laughs> yeah
0: that's what they learned <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah anyway i'll put i'll put a a link to that in the it's learning stable. links but people should go listen to that yeah. song that's a great album dallas ugly Shout out to Libby Whitenauer two-time Libby Get Up and the Cool guest.
0: That's really cool. That yeah.
1: I I also from the um, from Tui, yeah. Jake Blunt.
0: She has a killer version of um, the last thing on my mind that she did with um, someone else that I forget the name of. Um, it's really cool.
1: Yeah, she's cool. Well, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do I want to talk about. <laughs> do, do you
0: have anything Respect, else? Respect. One of my least favorite Aretha Franklin. Okay, covers. great. <laughs>
1: okay, great. <laughs> Something that you say keeps ringing in my head. Someday you're going to
0: want to come back, and you're going to want to treat me fine. Needs a little respect,
1: everybody
0: needs a little time. Needs- um This is. Yeah, this is like the worst cover. They don't even get the words right. The music's totally different. It's like, what are you guys even doing? Uh, um,
1: they don't spell the word. I don't even know if they know how. That's a
0: great point. They can say it, but can they spell it? That's the real question here. <clears throat> yeah, this is, this is like the most egregious example of um, false penance uh, on this album for reasons I don't know, I treated you so cold. I wish I had those times again. Not a great way to phrase that. I just want to point out, (laughs) I wish I could go back to those times where I was being really shitty towards you, man. I miss those days. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, because something that you said keeps ringing in my head. Someday you're going to want to come back and you're going to want to treat me fine. Um, which is a better way to end that verse than it began. Um, and his his way of reflecting on that is to just say everybody needs a little respect everybody needs a little time um which i mean in terms of like extremely broad banal cliches i guess yes sure um but also like i don't know it's he's doing a little bit of all lives matter to this person that he was super shitty to (laughs) it's like well okay everybody needs respect okay don't just say that you need respect everybody needs respect crazy lady oh my god i watched me push you down in dreams i had of you and i all i remember about about those days is i would run around thinking that you'd be all right he he seems to be implying he was like pushing her i don't know if if that's like a memory or if it's just like an image of his guilt just being repressive um have you heard the
1: original uh respect like from otis redding i
0: think i did um i forgot that he um
1: i didn't know that his was the original version until like kind of recently it's really interesting like the how how different it Mm -hmm. feels (laughs) uh yeah um it just
0: feels very different coming from a man (laughs) Mm, yes that's a good point um that's uh that's what happened with uh tainted love also originally sung by two yeah. dudes in like a weird emo new wavy british band and then taken to superstardom by um what's her face fuck
1: i think it's the other way around no it's are you sure
0: oh fuck you're right oh my god ah i'm dumb you're right yeah ah. like
1: isn't that a song written Gloria by like a Jones, I think. is it a... it's the person like is she like a, a black British like R and B singer, right?
0: I guess is she British. I don't know if she's British specifically, but <clears throat> you're right. You're right. My bad. um Yes, she wrote the original song, and then Soft Cell covered it, and there was was the one that got famous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like the Soft Cell one more personally. I think that is an amazing The bonk recording. bonk sound is like, so kind good. of makes that song bonk, bonk. <laughs> like it adds a lot it's really dumb yeah. and
0: weird but it's great yeah um <laughs> let's see uh there's a couple things i just want to touch on that's in a- some of these songs um okay
1: you just wanted to do your bit about respect that's well all you really- i just okay, i great. wanted that to be the like,
0: egregious example like the false penance um in the song let it roll this is what I was referring to earlier of like this weird like sensitive player type dynamic
1: out the sea,
0: all those late night alerts, Don't make things Very country singing and instrumentation Slide guitar. also very country lyrics let it roll in me sounds i mean this is a country ballad basically um but yeah, yeah. those lines that we heard um <clears throat> and all those late night lovers don't make things better to me where he can brag about how promiscuous he's being and successful with you know sexual uh uh rendezvous and but he also it makes it so sensitive and um He's such a he's such a tender artist soul, uh, and I just yeah that's just really gross to me. Yeah, yep. Turns out there's a lot of like dudely stuff. A lot of masculinity from the '90s didn't age super well, which is weird. You would have thought it would have stood the test of time. Um, um, yeah. A
1: lot of this language is just so is so boring to me. Um. It's the kind of thing that like it just sounds like a, like people having like a, a discussion like or like an, a conflict about like their romance, but in a like it's not the interesting parts or the conclusive parts of it. It's just like the middle parts where they're trying to figure out what they mm-hmm. actually mean. But then he's like, "That's good enough." <laughs> Put it in a song like this mm-hmm. bridge is all you ever wanted from me was is all you ever wanted from me was the time to understand. Hmm. And all I ever wanted from you was to see me shining for you. Sure you. about that? That's why. <laughs> and I wish that I could be back in the day that I could say. Yeah, it's very Tim yeah. Robinson's. <laughs>
0: um, yep. Um, so let it roll. Um, I guess we could talk about um, Whipping Boy, maybe. I think this might be the most rock song on the album, if I remember right. By now, I've showed you how
1: much I believe in here and now, and I wish that you knew. That face,
0: this is a hundred percent a soul asylum song. There's like, there's nothing original on this album. Most of the time they sound like they are trying to be Counting Crows, basically, or Matchbox 20, yep. or literally a country band. And then sometimes they are trying to imitate someone else, like Soul Asylum. Um, yeah, so this is this is an interesting song to me. Um, I think because of one of the things I, I said about corn and how alternative rock... You know, there's many downsides of it, but one of the things that is at least interesting, if not maybe positive, is the ways that it like normalized dudes having emotions. Um, and more than, more than just like, uh, I'm hot for teacher (laughs) as an emotion. Sure. (laughs) Uh, to be like sad and to feel shitty and to feel like, um, Yeah, it's It's a step. Yeah, it's a step, and it. I think it was. I think honestly, I think it was important for me to access like some emotions uh, at that time in my life. Um, Obviously, not very (laughs) healthy or constructive or helpful uh, emotions. Um, And there's definitely like a big element of like wallowing in in some of that stuff. Um, But yeah, I I was kind of reminded of of that thought that I had um, with this song because I think it's the only other emotion on this album besides that lady is cool or man we had a breakup and i'm sad um uh, wait did i play this now yeah i did okay since then i never feel helpless recess this mess if you do and i find that even time well spent gets bent if you need it to we do by now i've showed you how much i believe in the here and now i wish that you knew lay all your want on me lay all your want on me uh lay all your want on me i'll be your whipping boy um and this is like yep. this is pretty different for this band because it, it seems it's uh it's hard to follow for one thing. Um and the imagery seems like placed in childhood and potentially like childhood bullying, and it's really not clear like are is he confronting like bullies or something? It's it's really hard to figure out what's going on there. Um But yeah, it was just interesting to see them explore a different emotion from goodwill background store music
1: <laughs> yeah there aren't there are no soul sisters in this no soul song sisters. yeah well uh
0: anything else mm-hmm. nope <laughs> this yeah this band is just um i mean they're it's kind of impressive they're uh I mean i guess garth was kind of like this but i I think i like garth better that garth was like kind of a musical chameleon and would kind of just like follow whatever trends were out there and just like produce yeah this specifically like marketable version of what was going on um which is why he's not making super popular music anymore because he yep has uh no interest or capability in doing like weird country rap stuff i don't know i don't know is that what they play on like country's radio stations now like big and rich or whatever the fuck
1: <laughs> i don't think they've played that for a while but yeah i think that's i don't know i'm actually pretty out of out of touch i i don't know there's mason ramsey never heard of him. she likes before my twang it's like this like auto-tuned kid he got like he went viral for like singing in a walmart oh, or okay. something that song kind of okay. slaps though people should listen to that
0: all right well
1: that, that's the only like modern country thing that I'm aware of
0: anywho um I just got suddenly very tired and I, all right let's close gotta, it up we gotta end <laughs> um thanks for listening everyone we'll be back next week with something we have not decided yet uh Cameron picked out several examples of or uh several possibilities for who we could talk about and we'll probably choose one of them um in fact should we just choose one right now is there is there one of those you you feel drawn towards? I don't have the I don't have the list in Bikini front of me. Bikini Kill, Nickelback, The Residents, The Drones.
1: Yeah, it I think Bikini Kill would be cool. Um I don't know enough about Bikini Kill, uh, but is it a punk
0: band? I do not know. Sounds kind of punky. American punk rock um, band formed in Olympia, Washington. Oh, great. And it's got girls in it. Holy shit they yeah, band pioneered the right like, movement
1: okay cool the, that seems great and me, although maybe i mean that sounds yeah. really interesting and maybe like it could be an actual season but maybe we'll talk about that yeah. next week
0: they only have a well they have five albums yeah maybe we could do a mini season on them but regardless we'll be back with something next week um in the meantime, you can visit us online at boxset.website, email us at email at boxset.website, tweet us at Topia's Podcast, join the Discord, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, there's some good stuff going on. Uh, for instance, I shared uh, a bookmarklet um, that can get you the old genius back, if that is of interest to you. Because <laughs> uh, the, their new site is horrifically bad, but you can get back to the old version of the site using a URL parameter. Um, so check that out. Um, and, of course, fun discussions and memes and hangout stuff, um, too. Uh, you can also support us, which would be very nice to us. Um, do the review and stars thing on Apple Podcasts. Um, I guess it's called now. It's still in my notes as iTunes. Um, if you want to support us even more directly, you can go to our Patreon at website, Kick us a few bucks, and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including... Our weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly. And uh, this week we talked about our flag means death. And I continued my streak of only talking about Sensate forever. <laughs> uh, but more of it. <laughs> and the second season. Yeah. Yeah. A show
1: made for Nathan.
0: Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Wachowskis on steroids, man. Um, okay. Well oh the other thing you should do cameron mentioned it but you should listen to cameron's other podcast it's called get up in the cool there's like freaking mandolin on it and shit and and a a cool (laughs) surprise big time guest for episode 300 right are you yeah that's the plan i think i'll make it i still need to get a couple more (laughs) (laughs) interviews in there so listen to how the mandolin is supposed to sound all right well until next week i'm nathan Hunt, and i'll be your whipping boy
1: uh, I've been camera to it, and my Jupiter is so wet right now.
0: You said that. I said that? Meet little old me? Tiny, ancient me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Microscopic, prehistoric me? <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, shit. <clears throat>